0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of Sticks and Stacks, presented by Monkey Knife Fight. I am Chris Meaney, joined by Jen Piacenti. Thanks for taking the time to hang out with us on this Friday. It has been an unbelievable week to be a sports fan, Jen. I mean, we had the Stanley Cup given out to the Tampa Bay Lightning, NBA Finals. Jeez, it was like March Madness the other day with eight baseball games. <laughs> it is awesome, not gonna lie. Uh, how you making out, Jen?
1: Uh, It's been great for me. I love it. Nonstop baseball. And then at night we have football games and the French Open is on and I'm a tennis fan. So that's great, too. It's basically nonstop programming for me, the sports fan. So I'm happy.
0: (laughs) I know some people were like football games. Jets and Broncos. That was a football game I watched last night. (laughs) You know what? There were lots of points scored in that game. It was, it was pretty entertaining actually, to be honest. And we may have a couple football plays towards the end of this episode Mm -hmm. because we only have a couple baseball games really to talk about. Um, You know, it has been fun though. What's your, what's your big takeaway? You know, for me, it just comes so as quick as it comes, it just leaves right away. Like the twins, are you kidding me? The twins? Like this team can't win a baseball game in the playoffs. Well, It's 18 straight. They seem to win the division every year and then they get bounced right away. And then you have Miami who just can't lose a playoff game.
1: Yeah. Which is pretty exciting too. I mean, I think that basically what we're seeing is it's going to come down to people that we thought it would be. I don't think there's going to be any huge surprises except for maybe Miami, which I'm sure we'll talk more about later. Um, And I say that I think it will be, but apparently I was over at MLB and they surveyed like 10 experts and everyone predicted the twins to advance and beat the Astros. And Mm. I was like, you've got to be kidding me guys. First of all, we know about the twins postseason thing and I don't necessarily always believe in streaks, but what people weren't paying attention to is sure. The Astros have been slumping. They finished under 500, but the real issue with the Astros was their bullpen and in a three game series, That's not a problem. You have five good starters. You should be able to take two games from the Twins. So, um, And they did. They did it pretty decisively, I think. And um, the Yankees, I wasn't surprised there either. Um, I was a little surprised they got to Shane Bieber the way they did. That was impressive. But I did think they would take that series. And so it's going to be interesting because – A lot of uh, tension in these matchups starting on Monday. You've got the Yankees and Rays who have been, you know, a little it's been high octane this year and then we've got of course the A's and Astros and we all know the history there um and we should see Mike Fires in that series so we'll see what happens and you know obviously the Rays came out on top of that division and the A's came out on top in the West division but this could go anyway as far as I'm concerned
0: yeah it it really can I I love the matchups in the American League with the rivalries between the Rays and the Yankees that you alluded to. And then the Astros and the A's, which will happen at Dodger stadium, correct? Like there's a little bit of drama there as well with the Astros playing there. I'm with you. And I, and I talked to you on the side, we were chatting and then we were, we were talking through Twitter. I think I just tweeted at you when you had said that every expert picked the twins. I honestly just chalk it up to haters. Like that's it. It's just the fact that the, the whole cheating scandal, the trash cans, the way that they kind of struggled towards the end of the season, the fact that they're just, you know, what, basically a 500 team so far Mm -hmm. this year, Mm -hmm. small sample size. They still have a lot of great players on that team, and especially up and down that lineup, right? Carlos Correa is a a guy who – like I just see him go yard the other day and I see him struggle towards the end of the season and you know fantasy owners don't even know what to do with this guy do they even want to play him and then it's just a new season right and you can't tell me that these Astros don't have a chip on their shoulder like they want to prove absolutely everybody wrong that they can still be successful without banging on trash cans and all that nonsense so I was with you I jumped on the Astros I've been selective here with some of my bets but the Astros were, were dogs that I jumped on, yeah. and I jumped on them to start the season two at twelve to one to win the World Series. Like, yeah. I, and a couple people were like, "Why would you choose that? Why would you pick that? You're not going to be able to have success and cheat." It's just there's value there at twelve to one. That's Usually the they're thing. three to one, four to one, five to one. Right. They still have a solid hitting lineup.
1: Well, and that was sort of my point when I was on Twitter. I was like, I get it that you don't like the Astros, but when they're giving you plus one sixty five odds on the money line why wouldn't you just try that? I mean, it seems, it seems like easy money to me. It just didn't make sense. So I think that sometimes our bias, you know, gets in the way of making smart bets. And that's one of the things we want to help you guys do is look at the facts, look at the numbers, don't be too swayed by emotion when you're putting money there.
0: That's right. Yeah. It's a really good, um, a good tip for sure. So the twins, they lose 18 straight playoff games. They're done. Houston will play Oakland as we mentioned that was just a very entertaining uh, series between the A's and the White Sox I was completely torn because I have a World Series prop on the A's as well at 25 to one but you know how much I love the White Sox. Uh, And that was just a really entertaining game I just I couldn't pick a side. Either game, I just when I saw Mike Fires on the Hill yesterday, I just picked the over and we got there. So that was fine. We'll we'll touch on maybe those that series and then the Rays and the Yankees in a little bit and quick work against the Jays and the Indians as you mentioned. And same with the Dodgers getting by the, the depleted Brewers really. Yeah. I mean, not not a whole lot there working, especially I think they the really United had a chance. Set. No, they yeah. didn't. No. I mean the Dodgers were I think minus four twenty favorites yesterday. Yeah. They got it done. Uh and then Uh, the Atlanta series was pretty entertaining as well. I mean, nobody could score. There It was great pitching the Braves and the under hit on in game one and game two. What were your big takeaways from that? series?
1: I have some general thoughts about that actually. And first of all, it was boring unless you're a baseball fan. Then it was riveting.
0: Agreed.
1: (laughs) You know, you're like, wow, I cannot believe this has to be like the longest stretch of no hit (laughs) postseason baseball of all time. You know, But And a lot has been said about Trevor Bauer's great game that he pitched, you know, 13 strikeouts and, you know, all these records that are being set in the postseason. But I want to point out that I don't think – I think it's going to be easier to have those kind of records in a season where they've only pitched – 60 games. Okay. So the guys don't have the wear and tear on their arms. They should be actually right in prime dialed in form. If they weren't one of the ones that got injured, if they are healthy like a garrett cole like a trevor bauer like a you darvish who we're going to talk about shortly these guys should be prime right in the middle of when they're pitching their best and that's carrying into what's considered postseason right now so i think we're going to see some of these spectacular pitching performances from the guys that are real real you know aces
0: yeah it- it- you know i really love this Braves squad and they took they were they started off so slow with a lot of their mm-hmm. hitters i guess the only two i mean ozuna and freeman have been constant all year long they've been yeah. unbelievable um and freeman had the walk-off in game 1 but a big boost to their pitching staff to get freed back yes, who huge. you know seven innings And seven scoreless, 5K only gave up the six hits, obviously missing Mike Soroka, who I think is a really good pitcher. Like people seem to hate on him in the fantasy community because he doesn't strike out a lot of bats, but he's a Mm -hmm. really good real life pitcher and not having him for the year, Bolton Nevich had, you know, the the slow start and then designated, he was gone. But then this kid, Ian Anderson, who is, yeah, we're really just, you know, scraping the surface of what he can do. He is going to be... A great asset in fantasy for years to come. And for him to just in his first postseason start, and I know the Reds struggled to score runs and they ran and they ran themselves out of a couple innings at mm-hmm. at moments. Uh-oh. But Ian Anderson, I mean, six innings, two hits, nine K. This kid is for real. And the fact that they just get him inside of this rotation moving forward, gonna get the winner of the Cubs and the Marlins, I'd like where they're headed.
1: I agree. I absolutely love that. Pitching staff even beat up. They were fantastic. By the way, have you noticed an abnormal amount of base running errors in this wild card series? <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. It's I've noticed league. it all year with the Jays, by the way, with the kids, but yes. Yeah. The, but the like Reds, with the, the Yankees, Padres, the Cardinals, uh, the Yankees. Yeah, twins, yeah, so, all Byron Buxton, all Boxster, of them. What is going it's on?
1: terrible. <laughs> what is going on, guys? Like get uh, back to basics.
0: Yeah. Let's <laughs> You and I maybe get back to basics here. Yeah. We're excited. We're talking about all the games and teams that have moved on. And let's let's talk about a couple games today. Uh, we won't touch too much into this Cubs and Miami game. By the time you're hearing it, maybe it's it's past. We'll get into the Padres and, and the Cardinals, which, by the way, I still don't know who the heck is pitching for San Diego. Right. I don't think they know who is pitching for San Diego. But anyways, um, we have Chicago and Miami here. I joked about Miami earlier about how they can't lose, but but they've been in the postseason twice and they won the World Series both times. And then mm-hmm. they go and they win Game One in Chicago at yeah. Wrigley. Um, Starling Marte though, that's a big blow. Fractured hand. It does look like you know some reports say that he could play um, you know as a defensive sub. He can pitch, run, but having mm-hmm. his bat out of the lineup is is a big blow for this Miami team. They come in here today with a 2.7 team implied total against you, Darvish, and the Cubs. 3.9, Sicto Sanchez, or Sanchez. Um, What's your thoughts on this game?
1: My thoughts are the Cubs are going to take this game and they're going to force a game three. I can't see it really any other way. I mean, of course it's possible. Neither team is an offensive juggernaut, right? right? I mean... They're just not. But you, Darvish is so good. And I don't care about you, Darvish's postseason ERA. I don't care. Darvish turned it on halfway through last season, and he's been phenomenal since then. He's striking out 11 batters per nine. He's not giving up home runs. He's uh, not walking guys really either. He's the fifth best in the league amongst qualified pitchers. He throws pitches in the zone and still has one of the lowest contact rates in the league. Um, Unless he wakes up with a stiff neck, Or something like that. I can't see him being an absolute ace today. The current Miami roster batting only 179 versus Darvish. Um, The only batters there that have had success against him are Dickerson and Marte. And as you just said, there is no Marte. So I see the Cubs taking this. Um, Like I said, I'm taking the under on the run total, which is seven innings. And I went over to Monkey Knife Fight. There's a prop there. For you, Darvish, seven and a half strikeouts. I'm going to take the over... Because the Marlins did strike out the ninth most in the league this year. And then Sixto Sanchez, less than three and a half strikeouts. I'm going to take the under there because his last two starts, he hasn't gone very far. He got pulled after three innings last time. And he was excellent when he started. He Of course, he could turn it on today. But he's given up nine runs over the last seven innings pitched. And they have a pretty good bullpen in Miami, so I could see them pulling him early if they get if he gets it all shaky. So I'm taking the under on the strikeout total there.
0: I was torn on the Sanchez total. I, I think this I, may be the first time you and I may disagree. I think okay. he can maybe get to four. I, he, I can see he can, maybe.
1: He can. I
0: definitely love the Darvish one, 7.5. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a, that is a lock. I, re- I really do. This is a guy who's just been completely dominant at home over the past couple seasons, and, I mean, you just had a lot of great points in Miami striking out – 25% of the time. The Cubs strike out 26% of the time, which is top five as well. Yes. But I did see Sanchez's past couple starts. I saw them. I see exactly what you're talking about. His last three, actually. I mean, he's given up 10 earned runs in his last three. He's only gotten 14 innings. The biggest thing, which is the issue here with the 3.5, can he get to four? Right. that he has walked nine batters right. over that span. So mm-hmm. he, he, you're right. He may not be long for this game, but if he can get like one or two in the first inning, we may you're get right. there. I mean, it, I struggled possible.
1: with it, but I decided to go under based on how long he will pitch. If I, if I knew he we were pitching yeah, five innings, right. I would take the over,
0: slam that. Yeah, up. for sure. You're, you're absolutely dead on. Plus, like the wind is blowing in here. I, I like the call with the under. I was on the under yesterday. Uh-huh. I still think, you know, to, to get under, seven runs is you you may sweat that out I I try to avoid those ones we only have two games here I still like it right I still I still like it I think I think Darvish can go could give you a good solid seven innings you know maybe Miami gets one or two runs and then you know with Sanchez you know if he can just limit the walks and have the control and then they can turn things over to the bullpen and you know this Cubs lineup is hit or miss like I just like they I don't want to say they're overrated. I look at their lineup like Rizzo and, and Schwarber and Brian Baez, but Baez batting seventh, he hasn't been the same guy. And then Hayward's in there and half the top of the order has been, you know, he's just very inconsistent. So I'm not crazy about their lineup either. I think that, I think we can go with the under. And I was looking at monkeyknightfights.com. And by the way, you head over there and you sign up a free $5 and you use the promo code sticks actually use the promo code stacks. Okay. Sticks is over. I get those mixed up. Like Eric Young will be all over me with let's use, let's use the promo code stacks. Okay. Baseball is still going on people, but either way, any one of those promo codes, you can have your first deposit instantly matched up to $50. So monkey nightfight.com is if you're unfamiliar with it, I mean, first of all, We've been giving some plays here on this show every Friday for you know a couple months, but over at ftmdaily.com, free Mucky Knife Fight picks across all of the sports that you love. NBA still happening. Uh, NFL, of course, PGA, eSports, UFC, NASCAR, all the good stuff over there. So free picks every single day, uh, but no salary caps. You don't have to compete with a bunch of people, and it's just props. You can choose whatever you want. I was debating getting involved with the fantasy challenge, but I just don't think there's going to be a lot of runs scored. So I, I, I honestly will just avoid that and then ho- head over to the St. Louis and San Diego series, which is happening tonight. And Jen, there's been all kinds of runs scored in that series.
1: Yeah, there have. And they've been in dramatic fashion and exactly <laughs> what MLB needs. Cause it's freaking exciting. I have to say I'm concerned that the Padres won't be able to get through this series because of their lack of depth at starting pitcher. You know, having no Mike Clevenger, having no Denelson-Lamette, and how they got no Denelson-Lamette, of course, is a questionable decision, which is a whole nother subject. But it's going to be a bummer if they don't get through because right now the Padres are the lifeblood of MLB. They are so Exciting! They're what make people turn on the TV. And with no White Sox, if there's also no Padres, it's just gonna be sad day, sad day. Um, but I, I would be, of course, be happy for the Cardinals, who are, by the way, they're, they're just perennially winners.
0: <laughs> they, they seem to do it every year, right? Like, I don't even know how. They don't even. I, I
1: mean, they could probably do either. it with like me as their ace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, they do have their ace on the hill today, Jack Flaherty, let's yes. be honest. So I, I agree with you 100% on the Padres. Yesterday was so fun to watch Machado and Tatis go back-to-back, and then Tatis, you know, go yard again, and then Will Myers get in on the fun. Yeah, there's been 31 runs scored in two games. <laughs> it's been It's been highly entertaining. There were 20 runs scored yesterday. I just – I did jump on the Cardinals to win this series a 175 when I heard that Lamette and Clevenger weren't going to be on the roster. Mm-hmm. That's just a huge blow. I, I really would like the Padres to move on here as just a fan of baseball. I, I really love their lineup and I, I like their swagger. Uh, but this Cardinals team is interesting too. And how about Dylan mm-hmm. Carson? Carlson up in. Finally. You know, yeah, finally, right? <laughs> this is the reason that I, I believe they. Ugh. Didn't bring back Ozuna. He made
1: a, me so frustrated in regular season. Dylan Carlson, <laughs> because I held him and held him and held him, and then finally I cut him. And of course, this is what happens.
0: Well, he's been hitting in the cleanup spot. Yeah. He had a hell of a debut for his postseason um, in Game One. I, I believe he got on base five times. Yeah, right? he was he was two for three. He had a double. He had a couple walks. Uh, he stole a bag. You know, he had a couple walks again in game two. So he has been getting on base at ease. I think I would have him involved in the Monkey Knight fight on the fantasy challenge. Like mm-hmm. even if you want to just roll with with Padres, it, you know, it's it's not an ideal matchup against Flair. I do have a lot of respect for him. But um I think Carlson and Goldschmidt are and the two that I like, yeah, right? I, I think we can get involved yep. with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Um Flaherty any like will you shy away from from any Padres because it has been for the most part for Flaherty it's been a solid campaign if you right. look at his game log I mean he has one start against the Brewers where he gave up nine runs I mean that is the reason he has a 4.91 ERA I mean his XFIP is 3.42 which is solid but other than that it's been three runs or fewer it's been two or fewer in like seven of his of his or six of his nine outings he's been pretty yeah. solid all year
1: yeah, if you look at the the numbers, and it looks not good, but if you break it down, it's, he's been a tad bit uneven. There's been a couple of bad games. It's just like what I would say about Lance McCullers. He had two really bad games. The rest of the time, he's been incredible. And Flaherty's their ace. You know, he's giving up a little more medium contact than ever before. He's walking a few too many occasionally. Um, but basically, the Padres are in trouble here unless they just put up some massive offense. So um, it's possible they can because they're the Padres. and. Anything can happen, but I think that we have to give the nod here to the Cardinals if we're putting money down.
0: I think so too. I know it's – you look at the Padres and you get them at plus 175 DraftKings Sportsbook. That really jumps out. But yeah. the fact that, yeah, they're going to – it's going to be a bullpen game. Garrett Richards is probably mm-hmm. going to have to – you know, I mean, the game game one and two combined, I mean, the, the combined pitch counts and six relievers who work both games. I mean, Rosenthal 45, Bagan 41, Strom 38. Pomerans 37, Johnson 24, Richards 13. I mean, only once, this is from Ken Rosenthal, only once during the regular season did San Diego use a reliever three straight days. And with games back-to-back-to-back-to-back, to back to back to back just happening every single day, like March Madness, I love it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really taxing on a team that doesn't have any starters. So yeah. they're just in a, in a really tough spot. So that's it. Um, going forward, before yeah. we get into an NFL play, who do you like right now to to win the World Series? I got odds for you Dodgers plus okay. 260, Yankees plus 350, Rays plus 375. The Rays just, they're good. I just, uh, I mm-hmm. don't know. Like, it just I, seems I get... so weird to me when they're like this highly favored.
1: Yeah, I don't think they should be. Uh, but...
0: Braves 650, A's 800. Still value on the Ashers at 12 to 1. The Padres 14 to 1. And then we get into some deeper plays here. Cubs. Cubs 33 to 1 is is real value if you if you're a believer and you expect darvish to even up the series today then they they play the game tomorrow and then they can win that but they'll have to play the braves is it still the dodgers in your mind because i know at the start of the season it, it was
1: it still is i just don't see it going any other way they're just so darn good i just don't see anyone beating them um if there were someone i actually think it will be the braves um next for the NL, not the Padres, because the Padres, like as we, you were just talking about, once they start this run, there's no days off. Right. And that means you're just abusing your bullpen. And it's the same reason why I can't pick the Astros, even though I want to. Uh, they're going to have to get into that bullpen, whether they like it or not. And it's completely beat up. It's not very good. So I, I think it's going to be – I don't think it's going to be the right – I think it's going to be Dodgers – Yankees, and I think the Dodgers are going to win. That's my prediction. I know that that's the chalk, but I just kind of think that's how it's going to go.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, especially the Dodgers, they're just – they're just so much better than everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> They've been unlucky they over the past couple of years. I feel like this is, this is probably their time. You re, guys, you really need to check out monkeyknifefight.com. And again, check out ftndaily.com with all the free picks. Clayton Kershaw's strikeout prop total yesterday was like five and a half. He had 13. So <laughs> uh, check out Monkey Knife Fight. There's lots of, lots of money to be won over there. And I think if you're playing in the Fantasy Challenge, and the Home Run Derby Challenge, I think that you get involved with Manny Machado, and Fernando Tatis, those are the two guys. And then really get involved with Goldie and then Carlson um, as well. Those those are the, the four bats I really like in this game. Colton Wong, potentially, if he leads off for the Cardinals, you're going to get a few more plate appearances out of him as, as if he was hitting, you know, in the two or, or the seven or eight. Sometimes we see him in the lower spot of the order. Any NFL takes out of you? I know you're doing a show with Jerry Ferrera. Good stuff over there. Um, I know he was pretty stoked he started Rex Burkhead. And oh, yeah. That was uh, – <laughs> Fantastic, awesome. But if you're looking at NFL and maybe Monkey Knife fight, where are the fantasy points? Where are the touchdowns going to come from this week, do you think?
1: I think you have to look at that, uh, sorry, at the Seattle uh, Miami game. I think there's going to be a lot of points in that game. Seattle's given up the most points to the wide receiver position, and not by a few, by a lot. I like both Devontae Parker and Preston Williams this weekend. I like TJ Hawkinson uh, versus New Orleans. I like um, Kenyon Drake versus Carolina. Um, You know, Carolina has just been giving up all the points to running backs. All of, yes,
0: all of them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they really have.
1: Yeah, and as, of course Kyler Murray could take those away. But if you have Drake in your seasonals, if he doesn't do right by you this week, then then you can get start talking about you know making some changes. I can understand your frustration. I think also Tyler Boyd is someone that's a sneaky play this week. Uh, someone that should have a great matchup versus DJ Hayden, who gave up big games to Adam Humphries and Paris Campbell and he, he flies a little bit under the radar for some reason so take a look at Tyler Boyd he had 13 targets last week for 10 catches 125 yards good chemistry with Joe Burrow
0: I like that call I, I noticed the chemistry as well and Joe Burrow is just chucking 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 I believe only Jack has more passing attempts I, there's one more that I wanted to touch on I like all of those plays as well I just I look at the the totals and you know, you see a total, and, you know, you brought up the Seattle-Miami. That's a 54. Uh, we have a couple high totals this week. I mean, the Saints-Lions, you brought up Hawkinson. That's 54 and a half. The Cowboys and, and the Browns are at 56. I think you can get involved with both running backs. Keep an eye on Kareem Hunt. If he doesn't play, you can dial up Nick Chubb as a guy who's going to touch the ball a, a ton in that game. And um, Dallas just throws the football a lot, too. And I, one thing I've noticed, you know, you mentioned Carolina. Can't stop the run. Houston either. They've given up 188 rushing yards per game. They've allowed the most 20-yard runs in in the NFL. They've allowed the fourth most fantasy points to back. So Dalvin Cook could have himself a a pretty solid game as well. Surprisingly, this is a team that, in the Texans, who they've given up the fewest 20-yard passing plays, zero 40-yard passing plays, They've given up the third fewest passing yards per game, and they played Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Big Ben, and it's like, wow, that's pretty good. But they haven't needed to throw because they can't stop the run. And everyone right. is just running all over them. So I think that will continue again this weekend. Uh, Jen, any final words here before we get out of here? Next week, I guess when we're back, we'll be really getting into the thick of the playoffs.
1: We will be. So you guys enjoy it. Enjoy this sports palooza. We were so long without it, and now we're we're getting a lot. So
0: enjoy it. Yeah, well said uh, from Jen Piacenti, myself, Chris Meany, check out com Again, sign up free $5 over there. You can hit us up on Twitter at any time, any questions that you have at Jeff Piacenti, myself, at Chris Meany. Enjoy the baseball. Have a great weekend. And talk to you next week. Cheers.